Welcome to The Gradebook, a Tampa Bay Times podcast on Florida education issues. I'm reporter Jeff Solichek, and today is May 16th. Our guest for our interview is Amy Lockhart, a Seminole County School Board member who initially was in favor of House Bill 7069, but then came to oppose it. Let's take a listen. And I'm, I'm really glad to talk with you because I always enjoy talking with you, so thank you for talking with me today. Absolutely. Happy to. Now... You are on the Seminole County School Board, and for a while you've been part of the Florida Coalition of School Board Members. I don't know, was the, I at one point heard that the whole school board was going to do that, but now it looks like you have dropped away from that. And, and you, were a, you were a supporter of parts of, Senate, or parts of House Bill 7069, but now you're opposing the bill. Could you sort of walk me through where you are and, and why you called yourself a reluctant opponent? Yeah, I would say um, there are very key, great elements in 7069 that um, Seminole County Public Schools and and I personally, as a school board member, have worked very hard for um, because it's what our families and our students and our teachers have been asking for for years. So I was excited to see the paper-pencil option. Um, I was excited to see the validity test for the opportunity to um, replace the FSA with the SAT or ACT. Um, there are good things in 7069. But toward the end, um, there were too many elements that were added um, literally at the 11th hour um, that made it just unpalatable for us. Um, the Title I language in particular, although we're grateful that they made some changes at the end um, that helped to make it a little bit better, it just um, candidly eats away at local control. Um, and 7069 in its current form does more harm to our students than it does good. Now, I know local control has been a big issue for school boards, and yet, like you said, part of those activities or part of those um, proposals in the bill made it so that the state controlled even over federal guidelines. I, I don't understand how some board members would see that as being a positive thing. How important is local control to a school board when you have the legislature in its current role doing what it does? Yeah, I think local control is important to families and students. Um, I've always been a big believer that the government closest to the people they serve is is best. Um, the the idea that a one-size-fits-all approach um, out of Tallahassee can meet the needs of students in Miami-Dade County as well as it can meet the needs of students of students in Seminole County um, and counties that are, are more rural, um, it, it's just bad um, policy in my mind to continue to try to control what should be local issues at a state level. Do you think that if House Bill 7069 would have been broken into its parts, that it would have had more support? Because I'm seeing just an outpouring of opposition from all but a few groups. Yeah, I think it would have been um, much a much fairer, um, transparent process to have 
allow the legislature to vote each of those issues up and down on their merits. Um, there seems to have been a, a change in the dynamics in the way that they were going about approving um, this legislation using this conforming bill. Um, so I'm I, I, can't, I, I think it would have been nice to have heard any debate on some of those issues and to have watched the conversation play out in, a, in an open, transparent format. I think that makes for, for good government. Um, and, and I'm not sure it, that some of the things that are in there that seem like they're going to be harmful now, perhaps they could be tweaked um, if there had been more time to really ferret them out. Um, but there just wasn't the time to, to do it. So uh, it, it, I think it remains to be seen if some of those things could have been passed individually or not. I don't know. Now, you're one of the few people I know who's been on both sides of the school board's conversation with the association and the coalition. And I'm wondering how tenable you see the push-pull in this over time remaining, considering that a lot of times the two organizations, which sort of are supposed to represent the same general interests, are at opposite sides on issues like this bill. Yeah, I... I really think it's um, it speaks to politics in general um, in in our nation today that um, people are expected to line up wholeheartedly in one camp or another. And so for someone like me who believes strongly in school choice, who believes strongly in um, local control and local accountability, which are typically very conservative ideas, um, you almost feel like a man without a country. <laughs> um, you're, you're not appreciated necessarily or welcomed into a group that is very anti-charter and anti-school choice. Um, but then if you don't line up completely with the folks who you are ideologically aligned with in some areas, you're, you're, you're not your ideas and thoughts aren't as welcome there either. So it's a very tough line to walk, quite honestly, to have the responsibility of uh, supporting and making good decisions for public schools while being a proponent of school choice and quality charters. Um, I would think that those two things could live in harmony together, but right now, unfortunately, there it, it seems to be a little bit harder than it should be. Do you have any predictions for where this might wind up? Um, I don't buy lottery tickets. <laughs> I, I would not even uh, begin to guess, quite honestly. Um, you know, I, I think it's fair to say that most local school board members are do the job that we do because we care about kids and we care about our communities and we want what's best for them all. Um, that, that is our agenda. Our, our agenda is only what's best for kids. And um, and so it's, it's frustrating to see other outside influences coming in telling us what they think they know is best for kids when, when um, they've not walked in our shoes. I think a, a lot more listening would probably be good. Although I have to say, I am very, very proud of um, our state senator, David Simmons. He has been um, a true advocate and champion um, for us 
here in Seminole County, and he listens, and he understands our concerns, and I think his vote against 7069 spoke volumes um, that he understood uh, the damage that could be done um, by that bill. So I want to definitely give him a shout-out. And, and, and our House delegation as well listened very intently. Um, they have their own challenges, I'm sure, with the dynamics that are in play in Tallahassee. Um, so I'm I'm grateful to them for their service. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to continue to work together on the things that were so good in 7069. Well, Amy, I, I always enjoy talking with you. So thank you so much for taking some time to talk with me. I know you're really busy. Well, I'm happy to do it. Thank you so much for reaching out. That's the end of our interview. If you want to participate in the conversation about the issues we had today, visit our Facebook page, Tampa Bay Times Gradebook. You can also follow the daily breaking news on our blog, tampabay.com gradebook. Thanks again for listening.